Hi there, you've stumbled across The Christian Truth, a podcast where I, Prophetess LGBTQ, comes, well, sometimes I come to yell at you. If you come here to hear about nothing but Bible scripture or religion, you've inadvertently ended up in the wrong podcast, because I switch it up a bit, and I curse pretty often, actually, in the beginning. Just ride this out with me, it's so worth it. But I'm human, so I'm not gonna be perfect. Each episode, though, is from the heart, and I can't wait to hear what you guys think. Leave your comments below any episode and let me know what you thought. Remember, you were warned. This is me as he made me. And he's not done with me yet. Talk for now. Hi guys, this is Prophetess LGBTQ. And I'm going to give you guys a quick podcast. Let's have a quick discussion. Um, you're never going to believe the journey I just went on to, to research. Do you guys know I do my due diligence? I've got references. Do you hear me? I've got uh, I've got some some quotations. I've got some uh, a literal article. Okay, I got some things for y'all today, and 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 I want you to know that the journey I went on to get this information for you guys to to, to relay this message. I mean I I mean he taught me tonight. Okay, guys. So I just I feel I feel he wants me to give it to you as well. So I don't, I don't want y'all to miss out. On this lesson okay now first of all it is a history lesson I don't care how you feel about it I love me some history because it happens every single day and you can judge you can hate but I'm gonna do my appreciate okay I'm gonna appreciate what I learned from okay and that is history I learned from yesterday did you Defended his exploitation of them into his presidency. The same James Madison, who artfully and articulately defended natural rights for white people, hardly considered blacks to be in the same category. Should we really forget the three of them? We've come a long way since the attitudes and the eras that permitted the most grotesque exploitation of human beings by others. The most abominable legal institution in our history, the most hypocritical suppression of human worth in the history of the Western world, slavery in America. Though it legally ended with the adaptation, excuse me, the adaptation of the 
13th Amendment in 1868, slavery has had an afterlife almost as hateful as the institution The afterlife has consisted of laws, customs, and attitudes intended to repress the lives and liberties of African Americans. These repressions included Jim Crow laws, lynchings, official and forced segregation, denials of constitutionally guaranteed liberties on the basis of skin color. The KKK and the post-World II era, the generally accepted attitudes on the part of white police officers and the politicians who fund them that brutalizing blacks was somehow acceptable and even lawful. What is the common thread in slavery's afterlife? The use of government for hateful purposes. In my heart, I have cheered on the peaceful, courageous Black Lives Matter folks because they are quintessentially, amen, exercising constitutionally protected rights to expose government hatred and wrongdoing. Cops can only use deadly force when they reasonably believe it is being used on them or another person. Even then, it can only be used proportionately to save a human life. When it is used for any other purpose, I say again, cops can only use deadly force when they reasonably believe it is being used on them or another person. Even then, it can only, only, ladies and gentlemen, be used proportionately to save a human life. When it is used for any other purpose, it is criminal. And cops who use it without legal justification should be prosecuted and sued personally, irrespective of their uniforms. The police brutality of blacks in America today is the natural progression and extension of the government hypocrisy that brought about and protected slavery. We need to reverse that progression. But we cannot reverse the memory of it. We need to be reminded from time to time of our horrible past so that we can labor mightily to avoid repeating it. Does this mean changing the names of federal institutions? Does it mean tearing down statues of the long dead because we finally realized that there was more evil than good in some of them? 
or does it mean tastefully confining these statues and portraits to museums and academic institutions for love and God's sake? Confine them tastefully to museums and academic institutions where those once thought to be great can be exposed. Warts and all. My mom used to say that all the time. For fair-minded Americans to judge them. That was a question. I think that's probably what it does mean. I digress. I understand the impulses to knock these guys off their pedestals. But doing so runs, runs the risk of rewriting history and acting as if they never existed. We also run the risk of demanding such human perfection as a precondition to erecting an instrument of memory that only Jesus Christ can meet the standard. Once we start pulling down statues, either of Robert E. Lee or Christopher Columbus or Theodore Roosevelt, there will be no end. Anyone who owns private property is free to display on that property any opinion about any historical figure in any form. I hope y'all are listening because I know some of y'all do own your own property. You figure it out, man. Do what you gotta do. The problems arise when government does this. The late Justice Antonin Scalia wrote that government itself has the freedom of speech. I disagree. People have the freedom of speech because we are born with it and other natural rights. I cannot wait to tell you who wrote this because y'all think I said it. That's what you think. I know you do. I know it's okay. That's all right. That's okay. <laughs> Government is not a natural creature. No, 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 no. It's a what, people? It's right. It's a man-made. It is an artificial creation. When the government acts as if it has the freedom of speech, Mr. T, whose speech is it exercising? The power structure of those who control it. Don't take my tax dollars to advance your speech. Yet pretending that these figures never existed or eradicating the memory of the good they performed will continue the march toward a false sense of place. One that is not based on what was, but on what the folks in power wish had been. That is a self-delusion that escapes reality. 
We're going to talk about that specific phrase in a moment. We must live in the real world where bad men did good things and good men did bad things. And intelligent people recognize this. You can escape reality, but you cannot escape the consequences of escaping reality. Those consequences will be the inevitable repetition of a past we should never forget. So I'm going to tell you who wrote all of that. Can, I'm pretty sure most of y'all think I did. I didn't. I mean, it was genius. It was quite very good things in there. I'm going to highlight some of them, actually. Uh, Andrew P. Napolitano. Either he's Italian or something else happened along the bloodline. You get me? He's not black and he's not me. A former judge of the Superior Court of New Jersey who is a regular contributor to the Washington Times. He is also an author case you're interested of nine books on the US Constitution I'm sorry I had to go and pray right quick um, <laughs> so let's talk about it right so I'm hoping somebody is gonna listen to this and they have something to say first of all that was a judge of a superior court of the great state of New Jersey and the United States of America okay one of the high highest seats of office that a civilian can attain judge superior court judge so I don't I'm not saying you don't have a right to an opinion but I want you to understand I did not say any of that I mean I said some of it right and I said all of it obviously but you know what I mean so now we're gonna talk about it I'm gonna give you guys some facts I did my research and I enjoy doing research and that's why it's got so many facts okay so we're gonna go through them and I just want to talk to you about it like talking okay so I want to talk to you first about the journey I took to get you tonight with this information because first of all, I was angry. I'm always angry now. Yeah, I know, y'all. Yeah, I know I'm always angry. You, UBI, just stay with me, okay? I was upset about a lot of things. Uh, some situation at, uh, at work. Yeah, as you guys know, I'm self-employed. So uh, a business situation, all right? Uh, it, was, it was upsetting, disappointing, uh, but I moved on with my life. But it still happened. You know what I'm saying? Um... And then, you know, life happened today. And, and, and over the course of today's happenings, I got to see my spiritual family. Got to talk to him. Talk about Mr. Freddy. He, uh, I don't know if he heard me. But I'll never forget. that he used to 
that they all used to. They all used to remember my name. They all used to know who you were. They all used to remember what you were to them. And that's why I'm in, I go so hard for Alzheimer's, guys. I go so hard to find the cure. Because this disease takes so many of our loved ones before it's even time for them to go. And we don't know where it's from. And we don't know why. But I know that in some instances, it's a blessing. It's a blessing, I promise you. Because there are some situations out there that I don't know how you survived it to adulthood and are standing here caring for the person who treated you this way. That, that kind of person's my hero. I'm not talking about myself because I'm not about self. I'm talking about the things that I see on a day-to-day basis in my line of work, and that's giving care to those who need it. I have a mending business because other people don't know how to sell. I do, so let me help y'all out, right? And I used to be a caregiver, and I loved that job with every fiber of my being because it was the easiest thing I'd ever done in my life, and that was care about another human being in every way that they needed, no matter what it was. Y'all hear about all these nasty stories that we go through. I stayed with it over the years in multiple vocations because I care that much. Because they don't remember why you would have to. This cause is very dear to my heart, if you hadn't heard it already in my voice. I ask you, as Prophetess LGBTQ and as Melita Vanessa Woolox Wade, please donate to a humble and worthy cause. We will find the cure. And your help, any help, will get us there. God bless you. Moving on. <laughs> so we have, uh, it was drafted. Um, so I was going specifically, okay, on this journey towards the history of the police. Now, first of all, I like history, so that's why it's in the title, period. But it evolved, guys. I went and did my research. History of the police. And then I put Ermarka, okay? And I got some stuffs. I read some things. Wrote some things down. And I kept looking. Racist America. Uncompensated America. Rewriting immigration in America. <sighs> Slavery and policing in America. Um, so we have, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I have some facts. I've got some references for y'all to check my facts. And then we're going to... I mean, y'all are going to take the journey I just took, basically. You know what I mean? Because like I said, I came looking to be mad. Let's be honest. History of police in America. Because I already knew where it went. I know what the history is. I want to know. <laughs> you hear what I say to you? What y'all say. 
history of policing in America is. I say y'all by the internet, the social media platforms, who is trending the emotion and opinion of this such right here? And I had an answer. Every single, every single place I looked for a search, there was an answer, there was an opinion. And I am here to tell you as your devil advocate, prophetess, I'm gonna give them all to you. So that's why I brought up the article in the Washington Times by Judge uh, Napolitani. Or, oh, Antano? Did I say Antano? I don't know. But that's him, okay? He said all that. He wrote that article for himself. It's his opinion. You get me? It's his opinion of the history of America. So, that I want you to understand, people, is what I listened to very last before I came to record with you this evening. Yeah, that's the journey I went on, guys. All right. All right. So we're going to go with, uh, we have systemic, systemic racism. Yes. And then we have, um, okay, well, let's just start where I started. Yeah. We started, I did history, history. Where did this stuff start? Like where, where y'all get pissed off at? That's what I want to know. That's, that's what I said in my mind. That's what I was looking for. Where? Do y'all start being justified in being mad enough to keep us enslaved after slavery? So I came, and the very first thing I said, history of the policing in America. In 1789, the United States Marshals were established. In 1791, Parks Police were founded. A year later, the Mint Police. I'm not sure who they were, but they were noticed. But we're going to take a history return. 1750. Now, you hear what I said to you, right? The very first number I gave you was 1789. 89. Okay, okay. 89. The United States Marshals. There was a group of federal enforcement in 1789. But in 1750, y'all, the first city police services were established in good old Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. Now, you guys all heard the article that I heard first. I mean, I read it and I read it out to you guys, but you know what I mean. I know people in Philly. I know people from Philly, at least. That's not something to be happy about. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's not, that, that's history, though. I'm not judging history. It happened. I can't change it. Nobody can. You figured it me? So, moving on. 1807. Okay, I'm, I don't know if maybe you guys didn't catch that. Like, so I said 1750, right? That's 30. Aha. Nine. Aha. Uh-huh years before a federal department was put in place to keep track of these police services up in the United States of America. That's 
that's what y'all did. That's what you did. You 39 years. As, oh, yo, Jesus, Lord, in the mercy, in the mercy, in the mercy. I am almost that old. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? 39 years? Y'all are slow. Don't tell me you don't know why. I'm about to tell you why. I'm about to tell you why. We all about to get educated. You understand what I'm saying? Because I got educated. I was here angry. I'm still angry, but for different reasons this time. 18 or 7. Okie dokie. In Virginia, that's when they got their first police services, in 1807. And we started in 1750. Mm -hmm. Boston, 1838. New York, 1845. Almost a hundred years later than the very first one. I just, mm, 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 mm. That's me judging history, y'all. Well, I told you, I've discovered what my judgment is. Y'all talk about I'm self-righteous. No, I'm not self-righteous. I'm just voicing my opinion, as you do, uh, just a little bit louder. If that's judging you, then what exactly are you doing to me right now? I mean, really. Okay, moving on. Okay. So the history of policing in the U.S., the very first was 1704. Did you know that? Mel, you said it was 1789. No, 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 no. You said 1750. No, 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 no. Y'all were not listening. I said the first city police services in the United States marshals. You got me? Mm-hmm. Those were in the 1700s. The 89 and the 50s. Of the 1700s. But not in 1704. Because in the Carolina colonies, y'all, we had a slave patrol. You heard what I said. A slave patrol. And they had three purposes, y'all. Three purposes. Y'all can get mad. You can leave. I'm going to darn. We're going to get through history. Because it took place. And that's why we are today where we are. Because, as Mr. Napolitano said, Y'all want to change things. And I was all for that. You hear me? And then I went and did my research. And look what happens when you get educated, people. Don't you ever tell me again I'm self-righteous. Don't you ever tell me again I don't know what I'm talking about. Please. I make sure I know what I'm talking about, okay? Because I do my references. I do my researches. I do bibliographies. You understand what I'm saying to you? I didn't just go to school to learn, okay? I learned a lot from school. From the schooling itself. The process of learning teaches you something in and of itself. And if you haven't learned that yet, you're not doing it right. You learn yourself. You learn your study habits. You learn what, what, what distracts you. You learn what fires you up inside. That is learning schooling. When you're just learning an education, that means you're literally sucking in everything they give you and you're storing it away for whenever the hell you think you might need it again maybe not never depends on what you say do you love slave patrol number one maybe someone's taking notes so I want to make sure I am correct chase down comma 
apprehend, comma, and return. Number two, I want you to remember something. That when I tell y'all I don't like the third or the 11th letter, right, in triplicate, I got told something else today about this particular group that really offended me as a Christian. It really, truly did. But I know God handles that. Handles that because it's vengeance is his alone, right? But these were their jobs. This is, this is actually what was taking place in 1704. Now, mind you, this was about 30, between 100, 30 and 100 years after they first started coming over here. Within the first century, they had a slave patrol. I said they, because there ain't no way in hell you're going to look at this body right here and tell me that I own a slave in my ancestry. Not going to happen. I want dirt. And if it was, it's because my ancestor was the slave. When they know nobody. Number two. Provided a form. Are you ready? Of organized terror. <laughs> to deter slave revolts. We can't be having these slaves thinking they're going to come and fight us. Okay. That's a no-go. So that's your second job. Do you hear what I tell you? Y'all are confused and think I'm talking to a white slave man. Slave patrolman. And I'm not. Not necessarily. We talked about the yes boys. They existed too. I know that. I'm not naive, y'all. I'm just educating those who are. I'll say it again. Provided a form of organized terror to deter slave revolts. That was their job. That was their job. I want you to remember what I'm saying to you now. And then I want you to remember what you're seeing on the news today. Not today, maybe today, I don't, but these days, in the present day. Number three, here you go. This is for y'all. This is for y'all right here. Form of discipline for slaves, workers. Oh, yeah. Let me read. That was incorrect. I made sure I wrote these things down accurately. Do you know what I'm saying? Because I'm going to give you references so that you could check that on my Eckert. Okay. So a form of discipline for slave workers. That was a, that was a misspeak. My bad. Mm-hmm. For violating plantation rules. In quotations. And period. Those are the three jobs in 1704 that a slave patrolman had. You understand what I'm saying to you? Okay. So y'all want to know where I found it? PLS online. I'll wait. Dot EKU. No, I won't. Dot EDU. EKU dot EDU. EKU dot EDU. I hope I confused you. I don't care. Because if you really want to find it, you will. Here we are, 
down the north versus the south because I need to give you guys all the credit that it's due because not everybody was doing what they're doing now back then either. You know what I'm saying? There was abolishment for a reason because these people were like, I can't believe you think it's flipping okay to own another freaking person. I'm, I, I cannot share the skin tone with you. Okay, you know what? Let them go. Let them be a freaking republic because we don't do that up in the union. You get me? I know that. There was beautifully hearted Christian persons back in the day. And that's why we are even here today, because those people knew right from frickin' wrong. They saw what you were doing and knew that had to go. It had to flippin' go. So the North versus the South, there was slave patrol in the South. And they had the watch. Uh, yeah, that's, I'm, I'm just, it's what it said. It's not Game of Thrones. It's just what it says. It's what it says. It was, it was. I read it in the internet. <laughs> that's what it says. The Watch. It was a nickname, but that's what they called it. The Watch. And if you want to check me, it's theconversation.com. Theconversation.com. There's no specials, just the conversation, no space. Dot com. And then, okay, I'm, well, okay, so north versus south, I'm thinking, well, well how did it even get desegregated back then? You're thinking of me, like, what happened? So my next avenue of research, the racist roots of American policing. All right, we're going to get some answers right here. We're going to get some answers, y'all. We're going to get some answers. So when the second president, John Adams, was, uh, was in office, there were slave patrols in every state that had not abolished slavery. That was in the North. Yes. Because there wasn't all good people in the North either. Just like there wasn't all good or bad people in the South. Y'all can't have it both ways. Either, either we're a country united or you were both divided for the same reason. One didn't believe in it, the other did. Either way, it took place. You hear me? That's the commonality in that phrase is that it took place. <clears throat> Please excuse, got interrupted there, but um, so in the the north, it wasn't all good, it wasn't all bad either. But that's you know, it's 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 there everywhere and all around the world. Tonight, yeah, yeah. Oh, never mind, honey. Well, yeah, take that one. Sorry about that, guys. Not about calling him honey, just that I uh, I didn't pause. I usually do this raw, so like I'll pause if I need to take a break or whatever. Um, what I mean by raw is I don't edit because I don't have the means to do so at the moment. Um, I'm just not set up for that yet. If anybody wants to donate to that cause, it'd be more than, more than more appreciated. But, um, that's what I apologize for, for the interruptions. Um, but anyway, we've moved on to, uh, y'all are going to hate me, but I don't care. You, I think you already do. Uh, racist America. I didn't find that subject. Like that's not where I went next. Okay, but what came next is is what came next. Okay, it's just what they what 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 I was given. 
patrols or the watch there wasn't really any uh really any standard and they weren't really there to to seek out crime so to speak uh they were there to monitor and uh manage eliminate what have you uh disorder crime was not an issue that was i i assume apparently that everything was perfectly fine back then they were just fighting a lot so that's not a crime it's just disorderly yes uh, so, so we just we just look for disorder. We don't actually look for crime, because any anybody doing anything to, oh, well, a white person, it's probably a black person. So if that's the only crime, and we just we handle that disorder, you know, as we should, because no black person would actually. No one, no one's gonna, no one's gonna report. that a black person was being beat up. That's not a crime. Not back then. And apparently right now, it's not too much of a concern for anyone either. Because even before you know the actual facts of a situation, you see a picture, you watch a video of what someone else has portrayed and projected for you and you make a judgment off of that submission of opinion that's what you do that's what judgment is that's when you say he deserved to die because he was a criminal they all deserve to die if they're a criminal then right so that means every single criminal that was ever breathed air who has ever committed a crime deserves to die. Is that correct? Is that, that, that's correct. Because that is what you're saying. Because if it's not racism, then what the hell do you mean he deserved to die? So, so you can be upset that racist America is a thing. Like, it's not only a thing, it's been a thing for yeah, a lot of minutes. Okay? Already I'm moving on. I went through history as history progressed itself. You figure it out me? It's just what happened in my journey of research today. Dangerous underclass. We were not searching out the crime, like I said. We were searching out the disorder that usually centered around the dangerous underclass, which were African Americans and immigrants. Mm -mm. There was, so there was obviously few standards, like I said, few, very few. Because who's going to tell them they were wrong? Honestly, honestly, nobody. Nobody's going to tell them they're wrong. Because down here where we're doing that, there's no one down here who don't think we can. Up there, we don't do that because, well, they don't do that. I don't know why, it's whatever, but we do that down here. So ain't no one down here that don't, don't, they don't feel okay with that. Except for the people maybe that, you know, were hounding, harassing, and persecuting. But they're not really people. So, I guess that doesn't really count. Then we had the, oh, Jesus in heaven. The Jim Crow laws. And I want y'all to know something. The Jim Crow laws, I thought they were just like around for maybe four decades maybe four decades like top six right 
No, eight, y'all. 80 years. 80 years. That's eight zero. That's not 18. I said 80. Double 40. Okay? Double 40. Double fist and 40. That's what the frick I said. 80 years. These laws were permitted. I looked up the history, y'all. I can't... I I can't, you can't blame me for what I found. It's what you did. You figured dummy. Like that's you. And you know why? You know why it's written that way? Because the only person who's writing history is the so-called winners throughout history. And regardless of what you won, that crap still took place. And you got to write about it. Otherwise you ain't got no freaking history. Do you? You talk about, we don't got no history. All we can talk about is slavery. Well, honey, boo-boo, that's the only thing you gave us. Because you think you gave us so much. Yes, you do. We're going to get to that. Don't you worry. It's common. It's common. Be pissed off already. Get ready to be. Just, just go ahead and brace yourself. You understand what I'm saying? Just brace yourselves. This is where the journey took me. Thank you, Jesus in heaven. The Jim Crow laws replaced, after 80 years, Okay, the 80 years came after this. The black codes. I said it. As soon as they were set free, uh uh, they need to be regulated. Mm, 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 mm. Do you know why? Do you know why? You all know what they did to my people when they were so-called slaves. Mm -hmm. And that's why y'all came up with black codes and Jim Crow laws. Talk about immigrants don't belong here because you know darn well fine, not only did you steal from them immigrants and move them the hell out, okay? You also brought these immigrants and you abused us and stood on our neck for going on 300 years. Love bet, yeah. That's what happened, though. This is what happened. 300 years and you want to know the hell why we're mad. Why are we mad? Why are they mad? Why are they mad though? Like how much more do we owe them? That is my favorite phrase to respond to. Who are you paying? I need to know where that line's at. You figured it on me? Like where are you paying anybody? Because if you are, I'm going to do a few things. I promise you. So don't act like you don't know why. Y'all ain't done nothing but take and steal, period, period, throughout history. That's what you do. You steal and you take. Well, it's the same thing. Mm, 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 mm. Yes, there I go judging, Lord. Yes, yes, that's what I do. That's what I do. I voice my opinion loudly. And it don't sound good because it's the truth, but that's, that's okay. It's all right. It's okay. Because between you and me, Lord, mm. <sighs> the black codes were as follows it de- regulated 
You understand what I'm saying? Because I told you we had to be regulated. We can't be running amok now. We can't be having these ex-slaves feeling they can come up and, uh, you know, make something of themselves. We can't have that. You know what I'm saying? Because we know how they work. We obviously know how they work. They work harder than us, obviously, because now we don't have no work. We don't have no labor. So we know how they work. So we just, we got to keep it. We got to keep it. Otherwise, I'm telling you, we don't keep them regulated. They're going to walk all over us. And they have every right to. But don't tell them I said so. Was it my mother? Oh, no, it was my mother. It was my spiritual mother. My spiritual mother said something to me. Uh, and she, I, w- I said, you're lying to me. Why are you lying? Why is that coming out of your face? Like, why, are you, why would you say those things? And she looked me dead in my face, and she said, Mel, I'm not lying to you. Like, that's, that's what he said. I heard him. I watched his face move and everything. Your person, hallelujah, your person, the beloved child of God. In the Oval Office. Mm, 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 mm. He said, and I quote, this is what my spiritual mother told me, that I'm the best thing that's happened to black people since Abraham Lincoln. Oh, I'm sorry. You freed the slaves? Is that is that what you just said? You. He abolished slavery, and you freed him. You you freed us. That's that's what you just said. That's what he just said. That's what he just said. So don't you tell me it didn't exist, because your uh, person there in the Oval Office, Yahim. Don't you talk about my commander in chief? Who who's commander in chief, honey? Who's commanding anything? Who's, who's, who's commanding anything? You're not commanding nobody. Nobody. Because y'all acting like this man is actually a king, that he's got that type of power, and he just don't got it. Oh, my, 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 my POTUS said that, that I, could go, I could go back to work. My babies are safe to go to school, so I'm going to do that. It don't matter that he's not the one who brought the freaking virus, okay? And if unless he did, then you're really stupid. Okay. He says things like that and you say, I don't care. I don't care what he said. That makes you look bad too. It don't even matter if you're racist. You are now, aren't you? <laughs> you support that. Oh, Jesus in heaven. Like he really said it out his face. Because my mother's not a liar. Neither of my mother. Neither of them. Neither of them. They don't lie. Especially not to me. What freaking for? What for? What for? What's the purpose? And especially about that person. My mother has her term. I have my term. My spiritual mother can't even say the man's name. Like he just, I, you know who I'm talking about. That's what she says. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, man. God bless you, Mom. <laughs> yes, I know who she's talking about. I know who y'all are talking about. I know who y'all are talking about. 
So the black codes, yes, yes. Pay, work, you know, if you got work, you actually might get some pay, but we're going to decide how much that's going to be. Uh, no to minimal voting rights. And y'all know how that's gone today. Y'all really thinking we stupid and like we're not educated past the point of slavery. That we don't know that not only do we have the constitutional right that you signed while you sat on my back. We have that in our favor, regardless of what you thought it meant. It means me too. Because God made this man, Hugh man, and you don't get to decide otherwise. No one does. Not a person, not a pigment, not a nothing. No one but my king. And he's not here right now. So don't you tell me that anybody told me my children were safe. <laughs> I don't care. Darn. I don't go darn. Okay. My mother didn't tell me. <laughs> and my, my spiritual father didn't tell me. So I don't know what to tell you. But they ain't going nowhere. You better stop asking them too, teachers, a clean high. I'm not playing with y'all. I'm not playing with y'all. Gonna keep asking my baby, when are y'all coming back to school? And it's none of your business. Because if I'm not there... On Monday, it's because my mother knows better than to question or test God. How about that? Ask my child again if he's coming to school. Ask him again. Go ahead. God's going to answer you. I promise you. And then where they could live or travel. Y'all can't be flying. What the hell's wrong with you? You don't, you don't belong in the air. You darn sure don't even belong sitting next to me. On a bus, so what makes you think you you belong on a plane with me? I okay, that didn't happen, right? Slavery didn't happen. So why would you do that then? Remember yesterday, last time I talked to you guys, we're going to lay the devil's advocate, and I, I that's what I intended to start today as is the devil's advocate. Slavery didn't happen. Remember, slavery didn't happen. So why why you why you guys got these laws then? Why why were these necessary? I think I I just I mean they're kind of redundant too, right? Like if slavery never happened and it took place too long ago, that was the most recent excuse. Um, hmm. You know why I don't believe that um, that slavery took place too long ago is because I told you how long Jim Crow laws. Uh, were around and I know people who are older than how long those laws were around okay you know what I'm saying to you I know people today who are older than how long those laws were around I'm not saying they were around <laughs> I'm not stupid I know how to add you figured on me but this right here y'all If it didn't happen, why did you need crow laws or black codes? Laws or codes to regulate a specific type of human being. And then we don't do policing. Policing is illegal. Profiling is illegal. Right, because that never happens. Just because it's illegal doesn't mean it actually takes place. Uh-huh. Okay, okay.
good on time. All right, so we're going to move on forward from the Jim Crow laws for 80 years. Racist America. Then we went to systemic racism. Because y'all talking about it, it's been too long. Right? It's been too long. You know, I mean, it's not, it's not even in my lifetime. How am I supposed to, how, how can I... How can I, can I, can, how can I, can I, how can I, how can I, I, okay, I'm going to show you how. This is how I know it took place. <clears throat> because you can't explain Jim Crow laws and you can't explain black codes either as to why they needed to be in place if slavery didn't take place. Um, so systemic racism today takes place through economics, politics, and our education. I'm so tired of hearing a fellow brother or sister tell me that they struggled to get the same damn education that I received here in Texas because their school and city or state doesn't care whether or not that particular skin color is educated. You got to be out your ever-loving mind. Are you serious? So because you don't like his color? Oh, they don't deserve an equal education. And that's not systemic racism. I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a come back to it, though. Because y'all playing with my emotions. Talking about I'm stupid. Because that's what you just did. You lied to my face. Talking about that's not systemic. You're talking about I'm not worthy of an equal education as another person because of the color of my skin. They had riots. Do you hear what I'm saying to you? We're talking about these riots are so violent. They're so violent. They're killing our cops. Guess what? You were using canines to keep black people in line. And anybody who supported black people, you were just as bad. So you got bit too. You got hosed down as well. Because you couldn't have the crow laws no more. Couldn't have no black codes no more. So we're going to start with this police brutality. Because we wear a badge. Ain't no one going to tell us what we can't do. <laughs> you tell me. You hear me. You did you hear what I said? That's what I said. And that's what happened. Isn't it? Economic. Let's talk about the economy today. Talk about uh, y'all trying to suppress the vote because, you know, we woke the hell up and we mad as hell too. All right. That's okay because it's too late for you to try to cover your tracks. Okay. God already saw them tracks. God heard those conversations when we weren't around. God already knows his plan for you. And I don't have to point out a finger or a name or a group. Or even an individual. I don't have to do it. I don't have to do it. You know why? Because God knows who they are. You hear what I'm saying to you? Everybody that says, I support him. He's the best thing since sliced bread. Okie dokie. I'm telling you. You do not know how that sounds in heaven. You just, you don't, you don't freaking fathom how freaking ugly that sounds in heaven. That he is the best thing that God ever created since sliced bread. Oh, I'm sorry. Since Abraham Lincoln. Um, really? Economic 
since sliced bread, since Abraham Lincoln, he's the best thing that's happened to us. That's political. Mel, that's political. You're confused. No, no, I'm really not. I'm not because he believes that he has helped this nation. I'm not talking to y'all. I'm not talking to the ones who say, I, well, he did. Hello. I'm not talking to you because I'm going to get to y'all later because y'all have a lot of learning to do. And it's apparent that I'm more than equipped to give you the education. So. You put him there. And then you're telling us that he's the best thing he's ever seen in that office. The best one. The best. Are you serious? Really? Do you know why you feel that way? Let me tell you why. Yo, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm going to do it. I'm going to tell him for real, though. I'm not going to hold no punches. I have a heart of truth, and that's the only thing I know how to give. Okay? Here it comes, people. You asked for it. You wanted to know. Why are they so mad? Well, I'm going to tell you why. Every single time someone told you that what you had done or were doing was wrong, you killed them. Yes, you did. You killed them. So God's a little pissed. You get me? He's a little mad that y'all actually think that that one right there in the office, yeah, that one up there in the office, him is the best thing that has ever happened to black people since Abraham Lincoln. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. Do you know what that sounds like in heaven? That's not me judging you. I'm waking you the hell up. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? How do you, how do you? I need to take a deep breath, Lord. I need to understand. I, I don't want to know because I mean, I mean, that means I believe it. That means I understand it. I don't want to know the weight of knowing what that racism judgment feels like when they walk into them pearly gates. Father. I don't want to know. I never want to know how heavy that crap is. I don't want to know. That's why I will never understand racism because you are willingly asking to not go to heaven. I will refuse to cohabitate with this person because of the color of their skin. They're criminal. They're the criminal because they are what? Not locked up, right? They're no longer slaves, right? Yeah, y'all been saying that for a long time. That's my flicking point. That's the point, boy. That's the point. The point is you don't have slaves no more and you're really pissed about it. So that's why it's called systemic racism. Now you have a vernacular close to mine because you just learned two new words that you thought you knew and weren't quite clear on what systemic means and what real racism looks like. But I'm judging you. Let me be self-righteous over here. Let me be self-righteous. Economic, political, and educational. That's what systemic means. Okay, that's what it means. It means that every way that you could suppress my people, you have suppressed my fucking people. So don't tell me you don't know why we're mad. It's just really asininely wrong for you to, well, first of all, you're polluting my air, right? Because you're putting lies 
in the atmosphere. And we over here trying to pray this ma out here, okay? And you over here lying about him. You're lying about you, but you did. But you did, though. He's, he's the best thing since Abraham Lincoln. But you didn't lie. You just said you didn't lie. But you, you, but you support him. He said it. No, no, it doesn't matter what he says, Mal. Oh, you're right. It doesn't matter what he says. If that's the case, then he's not the freaking best thing since Abraham Lincoln. No, he's not. That don't make no darn sense, okay? Doesn't make any sense. If it makes sense to you, you really want him really bad. Really bad. And you know what that means. No, mom, it doesn't mean they want the devil. No, it means that you've already given up on God. And you really think that that matters to him and he's going to give up on you. That's okay. Because he knows who you put in office. He knows exactly who you put in office. Mom, it's not Satan. Stop. But he's going to fix it. Regardless of what you want, it don't even matter. Like I said, the vote matters because that shows him who really gives a damn. Oh, I said it, though. Yes, I did. The vote means you gave enough of a dig damn. Dig down deep damn. That's the damn you gave. You cared that much to get him out of office that you actually voted to do so. That shows God whose side you're on. That's all I have to say about that. I'm not telling you who to vote for. Did you hear that? Did you hear me say you should vote for this person and not for this person? No, 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 no. I said the person who's in office, y'all put him there. I don't care how you did it. I want you to fix it. And if you want to go where I'm going, because I didn't vote for him. I didn't vote for him. I would never Lord Jesus, you hear what I'm saying to you? I never, never, never. And if you see a ballot with my name on it and his name has been punched, know that it's a freaking fake. But they do that, so I understand if you get confused. God will know what side you're on. So you do what you do. You remember exactly what you did because this person is in office right now and this is where we are. And you swear up and down he's doing so good. Doing so good, but he's literally trying to defraud the entire election so he doesn't have to leave office but he's such a good man he's an amazing absolutely phenomenal freaking phenomenal that's what phenomenal means that's what you're telling me by leaving him where he's at okay that's between you and god that's not me judging you you can say it is but i know what i'm doing I'm hoping that I'm waking you up. You don't go vote if you don't want to. It doesn't even matter who you vote for. The fact that you got up off your behind and went and voted for somebody. As long as it's not him. It'll be all right. I'm not going to, I don't, I don't care what anybody says. I'm not calling him Satan. My mother does. I don't call him Satan. Because no man that God created would ever, you hear what I'm saying to you? Ever, ever be allowed that much power if he was Satan himself, okay? That's just, that's, that's not gonna, God created him. Regardless of what he says, regardless of how he looks, it doesn't matter. That's God's right there, that, that, is, that he still belongs to him. I mean, that's a mess and a half, but that's his mess and a half. It's not ours, it's not our business. 
But I will tell you this, if you continue to support him being where he's at, <laughs> that's his business and that's your business too. But I don't have to worry about that because I didn't put him in there. And I'm definitely not going to be asking him to stay. That's on you. It really is. Because you think things are bad now. I told you I want to come in. Things are coming, not just the famine. Got me scared, to be honest with you. Like, straight up. I know you're supposed to fear God, but, like, I don't even know what to be afraid of. I don't know, do I be afraid of surviving whatever that's coming? Or do I fear not surviving it? And, and not being able to continue the beautiful, blessed life that he's given me. I, I know that it sounds selfish, but it's a question that you have to ask yourself, too. Are you willing to continue this life? Or are you fear of losing it? Or are you more feared of surviving it with him in office? It is that serious, people. It really is. He doesn't have to be the actual enemy to be in league with him. Y'all the ones came up with witches. I mean, let's, let's be honest. That's what you said. You said that they were in league with the devil, right? That with, the, with the enemy. That's what you said. Witches were real to you guys. They were, they were real for a very long time. I'm not saying they aren't real. But you persecuted that section of the community, you know, of the race, uh-huh, uh, because you didn't understand how God had blessed them. That's okay, because God handled that, didn't he? Sure did. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. There's been the Spanish flu two or three times here in America. Or something akin to what we are experiencing right now. Um, a couple of times in the, in the history of uh, the United States of America. Um, it shouldn't have to be about politics. It really shouldn't. It should be about the character. Because he's, this, this, this person is representing a country that I am very proud of. I'm proud to be of a nation such as this. That's why I fought for it. Deep down, everybody who did, that's why. Because you're proud to be from here. I'm from Texas. Well, that's, you can't become prouder than me. Not prouder than a Texan. That's why we call it bigger in Texas. Because everything we do, everything we feel is that much more bigger. Because we know why we're called who are the Leon Star State. Leon. Leon, we loan. Star State. So? It's not because I don't love my country. It's because I'm just very afraid of how... What's it going to look like if I survive, Lord? Do I even want to survive? Like, for real, do I want to? Because this is... This is ugly. This is bad. 
this is hateful. It's disgustingly ugly. Oh, just I know I said ugly, but it's it's just what humanity is doing to itself is absolutely abhorrent. I just don't. <sighs> We'll come back to it. That's how we're going to close up. Um, so the U.S. history. Mm, mm, mm. This is what really got me, okay? Because remember, I told you it was 80 years, right? 80 years of Jim Crow laws. And this next fact is going to floor you because I need you to understand what 80 years feels like to one people because you no longer can own us. No, 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 no. That is what this systemic racism feels like because you can no longer own us. We must be persecuted because we must never feel equal because then we might do something about what we, about what you did, about what we endured. All we want right now are reparations. And y'all talk about how much more can we give you? Like, first of all, our country's in debt. Yeah, you sure as hell are. You wanna know why? No, not right now. Okay, so that's a history class that I will love to give you at another time. I know exactly why this nation's in debt. <laughs> it's very simple, actually. <laughs> but it's not our fault. I can promise you that. It's not, it's not slaves' fault, okay? It's not slavism. It's not racism. It's not slavery's fault that you're in debt. It's darn sure not racism as well, because cause then that would mean that you believe racism is wrong and you just, you don't feel that way. No, you don't. Because if you don't all feel that way, then you just don't feel that way. Enough of you feel a certain way where they're no going back to the other side. Like, I can't believe that happened, kind of never going back to the other side. But not enough of you to be considered a people that believes we are equal to yours it's just really I don't even want to say hurtful anymore because at this point watching history learning history I'm just so fed up of watching you guys think you got it like that and reminding myself Lord thank you for keeping me humble that I will never believe I can own another person that I will never believe that racism is okay that I will never believe that judging another person is okay Lord please keep me humble I swear to my last breathing day I will pray for humility just because I never ever ever want to feel the weight that I know you carry with the burden of ignorance that is racism I never want to know that Wait, I never want to know it, ever, Lord. Please keep me humble. Keep me humble. I praise your name, Father God. Please keep me humble. <sighs> Thomas Kramer. I don't know if you know who this person is, but he is a, uh, I believe he's the president? But he's on a committee uh, f to, to study uh reparations proposal 
And I don't know if some of you know that um, currently we have a senator, I believe it's Booker, I believe so, um, who is working towards the same as well. And it's not something that he's thinking about. Um, got some things on his, on his desk every now and then about it. No, it's something that he strives towards every single day of his life. And I've been following that gentleman since he first came on the scene because I knew he was a real deal. I knew that from jump. Okay, so uh, he, he's the, like I said, he's a committee um, member, and he is also uh, majors in, in the reparations. Uh, he has done an estimate um, of the history of slavery, the length of slavery, the magnitude of the labor itself, and the systemic afterlife as the good judge said, of racism, slavery, I mean, which is racism, obviously. Systemic racism. You deserve to be in prison because you're a criminal. So let me ask you a question. Every single white person that says that. No, let, let, me, let me talk to you for a second. Let me ask you, if you had, let's say you had a boyfriend, brother, father even. Let's do dad. Let's do dad because everyone has one, right? So your dad just got arrested. Hold on. Wait. Hold on to your socks, y'all. Your purple ones, I hope. Ready? No, I don't have on purple ones, guys. Mine are black. Someone needs to send me some purple socks. I wear ankle socks only. Thank you. Um, you, uh, you get a call, you know, from down in your basement, Ms. Lee. Uh, and you, uh, you're told that your dad's been arrested. Okay, so what did he supposedly do? Who am I talking to? Right? Because you want to know who it is, and it better not be a black person. Huh. <laughs> yes, it is. That's exactly what you say. And then you hear why he's been arrested. No, 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 no. I get to pick it. You know why? Because you automatically judge that what you've heard he's done, automatically he's done it. So it gives a darn what you think you got this call for. This call was to tell you that your father, uh-huh, and you're a grown woman, yes, has been arrested for diddling a child. I said it. No, 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 no. It hurts now, don't it? Frickin' makes you mad, okay? But that's what you're telling everybody else in the world, that that's what he's worthy of death for. Worthy of death. That's what she said. It's what she said. This one right here, talk about dust off your Bible. All right, all right, I'll dust off my Bible, but that just reminded me to pray for you. Cool? That's what I do. I'm going to dust off my Bible. I'm going to remind myself to pray for those of you who say such blasphemous things out your mouth that you have a right to judge this person because of the color of his skin. I don't care why you think he's guilty. I don't give a darn because you don't know nothing. You don't know a damn thing. You really don't. You think you do because you did your research. Even if Mel did all of her research, I don't know. You know why? Because Heffa wasn't there. But you were, right? You were, you were the fly. I always wanted to be a fly on the wall. You let me know how that was because I don't know how else you could have possibly known exactly what he was guilty of for you to say he deserved to die. You didn't actually say it. 
Oh, so when um, you meme about it, talk about this the face you make when you don't follow instructions. And the next one you say is maybe he'd still be alive if he was in jail where he belonged for raping that little girl. Maybe we wouldn't be saved if Jesus Christ had never taken up my cross. Maybe we wouldn't even exist any longer because God had gotten fed up with the real mistakes that he made. Y'all about to make me change my mind altogether. Maybe he did make mistakes. He made every single one of us imperfectly. So we're obviously a mistake, right? Oh, no, 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 no. You can't be perfect and then not imperfect. And then you, you, you can't have it both ways. Because, no, if you are judging someone by the color of their skin and saying they deserve to die because they're a criminal, okay, your dad's white. Him in jail for diddling a girl, okay, or even a baby. I didn't even say he was a girl. A little child. You understand what I'm saying? That's a criminal. But you don't even know for sure if he did it. You know why? Because you weren't there. But automatically, that's what you were told because that's what you were told. And that's in your mind for the rest of your life. Regardless if it's true, regardless if he meant, I, it doesn't matter. But he doesn't deserve to die because that's your dad, right? He deserves to be in prison. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, definitely for the rest of his life. But he doesn't deserve to die, right? Because, I mean, that's your dad. You can never, ever think of sentencing him to death, could you? No, not even for that. Not even for diddling a child because you are his child. And you just don't believe that he could do something like that. You hear what you just said? You hear the entire conversation that you could have possibly had rather than judge him for the color of his skin? Because I listened to his sister. Not because she was black, by the way. It was because she was actually speaking some sense. You know what I'm saying? I listen to people who talk, you know, sense. Not nonsense. I don't. I don't understand nonsense. It doesn't make sense. You understand what I'm saying? So he was a father, an uncle, a brother, and a son. He was other things to other people. But those things stick out to me because you feel on your high horse up there, you know, with your little ladder and such, yeah, I'm self-righteous, but he deserved to die because he's a criminal. Because he didn't follow instructions. That makes him a criminal because he didn't follow instructions. Oh, no, it makes him a criminal because he did something you supposedly think he did, but you don't know because you weren't there. I'm just confused. Why is it okay for dad not to be executed in the back? But, but he deserves to die. Because of the color of his skin? No, 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 no. Not because he's black. Because he's a criminal, right? But so is dad. No, that's, that's, that's why he's in prison. So, I mean, what are, you, what are you talking about? It doesn't matter if he did it or not. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if he did it or not. He's in prison. That means he's guilty. He was, he was charged with it. It means he's guilty. He was actually convicted of it. That means he's guilty for the rest of his life. 
But you know all of these things like you know your Bible, right? Um, and that is right because you don't know it well enough to know that's not your place to judge another person's death based on the color of their skin or the content of their character. But you sure did it, though. That's what you did. That's what happened. It's what happened. You don't get to deny it because it don't sound good. Like, y'all do that all the time. I'm not a racist. Why do you always say that? Why does it always have to be about race? Because um, you just said that he deserves to die because he's a criminal. But I gave you an example where if it was in your house, in your family, and he was accused of something, no, mine doesn't deserve to die. Then tell me why he does other than how you feel about the color of his skin. Real quick, the reparations. Um, from 1865, we take 1619, which is when they first began to bring slaves to this land. 1619. Yeah, remember those 1,700 numbers I gave you? Yeah, y'all were already busy. Y'all been busy for about, a, about, about, about 100 years or so. 1619. A century and a half before you even had police. Because <laughs> someone told you what you were wrong. <laughs> okay. Um, to 1865, when we were actually freed. Not when we were proclaimed freedom. Or free men. <sighs> no, when we were actually freed. Okay, that's when, that's, when, that's when the reparations stopped being estimated. For that period in time. For the slavery part. For the 244 years or so okay, of slavery that you got for free those those are those are called reparations that's what that's what that's what reparations mean so like i said senator booker i hope i'm saying his name correctly uh feels that our people you know what i'm saying uh the ancestors of the and i have the quoted number 272 descendants that's all that's left 272 left of all of the slaves that you had. 272 descendants, which means that's how many bloodlines remain from slavery. Don't you tell me, don't you do it now, that it don't exist or that it wasn't in my lifetime. Because if I can quote descendants of that number, that means they still hear, boo. That means they're still here and we want what's due. So shut your mouth, sit down and learn some math. You ready? I don't even like math and this was some good stuff. It's called stolen labor from 1619 to 1865, which included slavery, Jim Crow and black codes. And that is 60 to 80% of the entire American history timeline. I said it 80% because 1865 was just like a couple centuries ago, like 
two and a half. And that's literally how long you had us enslaved. So <clears throat> two generations, two generations, two, two, <clears throat> ago, they stopped being slaves, two centuries. Since 1989, it's been 80%. 1989, when he estimated from 1619, the 244 years of slavery plus Jim Crow laws and black codes, talking about there's no systemic racism since 1989. That's a long time. I don't know if you're adding up, but that's a long, 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 long time. So he did some math. He estimated, are you ready for this, guys? That from 17, we're only going to 1776. We're not even going to go back to the slave days. Because y'all, well, that didn't happen, right? It's called uncompensated labor. That's, that's, what, that's what you don't feel we need to be paid for. Because it happened so long ago, or it didn't happen at all, right? An estimated five... Point nine to 14.2 trillion U.S. dollars that are due the 272 descendants of the enslaved. And the reason why it's so high, you ask, because uh, y'all weren't done with just stealing, taking, impregnating, regulating, suppressing. Oh, no, 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 wait. Before we suppressed you, <clears throat> we're going to need to, well, finagle your farmland. And that is another 10 to 20 trillion Dollars. Y'all talk about a mule and 40 acres or whatever it is. Y'all think it's so freaking funny. But that's why it's funny is because you don't ever plan on paying it. That's why it's funny to you that we actually think that we're due. Yeah. For 200, 244 years of uncompensated labor. So like I said, this journey went in different directions for me. But I need to remind myself, next time I hear Black Lives Matter and I get upset, we always mattered. We didn't. We didn't matter until we said so. And we don't need to have to be slapped in the face with these monuments and these, these, these things gotta go. Because these people own slaves, and you want me to salute that. I used to say that all the time. Remember that? No, keep the motherfuckers up. Every single one of them. Put them in the museums, like you said, in the educational institutions. Let us learn from our fucking history. Let us not tear it down so that they have the right, because you know they already have the gall, to forget it ever happened. To forget you ever owned another frickin' person. I need to ask myself real quick. 
Mel, why did you come to this point in the podcast? And it sounded like you judge it. I get to ask myself that because y'all are apparently not listening to me. Supposedly, no one listens to me because no one comments, no one says anything. So I'm just talking to myself, you know what I'm saying? So Mel, what brought you to this point? What exactly made you come to this point in your research? And I'll tell you what it was. The self-delusion that escapes reality. And that is exactly what we're living in, people. We're living in a self-delusion that one, racism doesn't exist. Slavery didn't happen or it wasn't that bad. And it was too long ago for me to give a damn. That escapes the actual reality that we are still enslaved because you cannot allow us our true freedom because of how much you took from us. And you know there's no way of repaying it. So I came to this point in my research to remind myself that I fought for this country, this country that is in so much debt. Remember, I told you, you'll come back for that lesson. I went to school, okay? I even paid attention. I even enjoyed that shit. Do you hear what I'm saying to you? I did. I love me some school. So when I come to you and I say I have a lesson for you, I'm not being condescending. I seriously want to teach you something that I thought was real freaking cool, and I'm going to show you where I found it so that you can find it and you can think it's cool too. I don't care if that makes me a nerd. I give to Derns. I want not to, not to. Two Derns. I don't. Because that just means I'm smarter than you. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. You feel good to me? I'm okay with that. It happened too long ago. And no slave owners, ancestors. The people who have been uh, basically forced, I guess, to uh, pay back the debt, supposedly, that the Americas owe, you know, the descendants of slaves, um, they don't believe that they should have to pay because, well, I don't have any ancestors that own slaves. And it happened so long ago, like, how do you know for real that they actually, you know what I mean? No, I don't know what you mean. I know what I know is that you stole 244 years of my people's backs. You took from them and you gave nothing back and you think you still don't owe us anything. But because we took on God and we embraced him and we love him to this day and there's nothing you can do to take him from us, Prophetess LGBTQ, we still caught him. 